Hello everyone, welcome to another Season Keeper. I'm your host, Agility. And I'm your host, Jaden Cron. Don't know why I did it like that. Well, you can't change it now. History, history is real, everybody. This history just, channel. I just want you to know. Yeah, uh, I'm Jaden Cron. It's He's a Kiefer. This week, we are talking about the movie Behind the Red Door, yes. starring Kiefer Sutherland, someone, and then the girl from, uh, the girl who played Rizzo, the woman who played Rizzo in, in Greece. She's here, too. She's also here. Yep. Uh, it's a movie. It sure is. Uh, we're gonna do something new this week because synopsis are, uh, you know, our synopsis are normally weird. So I'm just gonna read the one from IMDb. So okay, don't sue us, IMDb. Yeah. So, due to many unresolved issues concerning her past, artisan photographer Natalie lives alone as a recluse. She hasn't seen her brother Roy in a decade. Her agent Julia recommends her for a photography assignment, which pays twenty thousand dollars for two days of work. But when Natalie arrives, she discovers the person who hired her is none other than Roy. Furious, she storms off, but is persuaded to carry on because of her precious financial, her precarious financial situation. For nurture. Her precious finances. Uh, Roy's birthday is coming up, and he begs Natalie to stay one more day to take pictures at his party. She's very reluctant and still angry until she learns that Roy has AIDS. His partner died the previous year, and Roy is alone in his beautiful house overlooking the sea i mean yeah he's in the hospital uh they go home she basically has to learn uh how to take care of him roy is played by Kiefer sutherland um and then anyway so natalie has to learn how to take care of her brother um and then like i don't know there's not a lot of notable stuff yeah (laughs) that that happens is other than she's slowly piecing together uh fragments of her childhood there will be these flashback scenes where stuff's in black and white as her and her brother's relationship uh, slowly improves over time. When, uh-oh, looks like AIDS actually kills people, and then he's all sad and, and he dies. Uh, and, I don't know, she takes over for him in his fashion week duties. I, I didn't really understand that part. Mm-hmm. And then she scatters his ashes at sea and is like, well, you win some, you lose some, and the movie's over. Uh, yep. Oh, she also does end up confronting her dad, for the murder of her mother um or something like that i don't yeah that part was a bit fuzzy because there's there's so many subplots in this movie (laughs) that is the problem what what did you think of it do you like it (sighs) no overall no um i think at the start i was like yeah i'm digging this like i'm you know this looks like this could be a crappy dramedy like dramedy you know kind of a thing where it's like oh no her life is so look at this you know poor like 30 something year old woman just trying to make it in the big city with her wacky agent and her gay brother named roy will she survive um you know and oh it looks like she's met this cute guy at a restaurant that's totally where i thought this movie was going honestly i i i did i thought that was gonna be it was gonna be like a she roy teaches her to you know open up to people kind of yeah thing. which it kind yeah. of does at the end but 
But then it's just like, oh, he has... Looks like your brother has AIDS. So then the movie gets... I don't know. It gets really really long and drawn out and not a lot happens. Uh, the best parts are when Kiefer is uh, in his element when he is allowed to just go ham. When he is just allowed to be a big presence and, and, mm-hmm. and be really angry with... Uh, with Natalie. See, I'm going to kind of take a complete opposite uh, side of that. Um, I I thought it was really good. I did not think I was going to like it from based on the beginning. Like, the beginning... Oh, really? The beginning is very, like, it's very different than the rest of the movie because it's, like, this, like, narrated thing and it's very pretentious and it's just like, oh, you know... Well, I drew hearts because uh, the heart, the window, you know, it's it's all we have. Doors. I didn't even. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't even hear that part. The audio mixing was was weird when I was watching it. So That's I was fair. Just, like watching this montage of kids playing. I'm like, okay, bad family situation. All right, just pulling that out, and that's supposed to make me care about this character, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I think the like when it actually got into the you know the the main plot of the story, which was the sister and, and brother come, like trying to make amends in as the brother's dying i thought that worked really well i thought yeah i, I thought Kiefer carried it enough that it nah. the weak aspects weren't <laughs> For me, it's that like, weak enough or yeah. their characters just their characters were pretty much non-existent like that's fair okay he is a he is a gay coded man you know in a movie like you mm-hmm. already know you viewers who haven't seen the movie, you already know exactly every aspect of his personality. Oh, he's yeah. a bit, he's high maintenance, um, bit of a bitch, uh, but you, you don't get it. He, uh, he, inside of him, there's a soft part and he's just kind of, yeah, everybody's just angry and it's like, oh no, he's going into fever again. This is the 13th time this has happened. I don't, and it's also because I watched this with two other people, so mm. like our attention kind of started to wander. That's fair. Very quickly. Um, yeah, it wasn't. I don't know. I just and and her character is just. Oh, I guess I'm taking care of my brother now. Mm-hmm. That that's like it is. She's an artist, and you know, oh, abusive family. I don't know. There's no real reason for me to be. Uh, invested in uh, okay like i i was more i was certainly more invested than you know some of the people i was watching this with but yeah after a point it was just like can we can we wrap this up can yeah we, you've had five thousand conversations where it's just like yep love you uh uh but oh you didn't make the dinner right grr <laughs> grr i'm kefir and i'm i'm angry i guess uh yeah I yeah, I don't know. I th- I see what you mean, but I I think the kind of the the drawn out nature and the like repetition of it, I think it's kind of the point. Like it's the you know it's the idea of like going through something where you you keep you know you keep getting the fevers and you don't know is this gonna be it yeah. that kind of thing. I think that works yeah. for the story. And I I just I thought like overall I think that what drew me in was just. It it like it it worked as just kind of like this not the characters so much but more just like the dynamic of 
just of the characters yeah of like the re- reluctant like i don't know i guess yeah what and i was way more into it at the start um uh, or at least not necessarily at the start the start but like in mm-hmm. that like initial she's moving into his house and they're working things out and and that was good but after point it's like oh i guess we're just oh hey all you si- side plot characters because there's like so, because there's the fashion thing where mm-hmm. it's like you got to manage the fashion thing. There's Kiefer's aides, which is the main part of the movie. There's their relationship. There's the thing with their mother, which feels like that wants to be the core of the movie. Yeah, that's the weakest aspect by far. Very clearly, uh, there's the the side characters who come in. Who, I mean, I'm fine that they weren't in the movie more, but I don't know. It's like, like her best friends, like her agent. It's just kind of there, and then it's like, okay, uh, they say f- you a lot, and you're like, yeah. oh, this is a mature movie for adults, and then she leaves. Um, I mean, they, at one point, they literally, and this is the beginning, and this is like part part of I'm like, okay, this is gonna be this kind of movie where it's like where the she's talking to the age, she's like, oh f- me, f- me, hey f- you, yeah, like you can't do that. You're in New York, and you're saying that, like, come on. No, they were in Boston at that point. I thought were they? Well, wow. either way, like, that's why she saw her brother was because she was out in Boston. That yeah, was... good point. But either way, can't that's yeah that you can't. It's Eastern that. United States, you know. That is like... that is one hundred. That is like that's too cliche. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. None of the dialogue was great, in my opinion. A lot of it was just like relying on these weird cliches or That's just like fair. dumb things where it's like, okay, Kiefer is, Kiefer is really gay. I get it. Haha. We're the queer in the antelope play. Haha. Funny. This is really know. unique. Um, I don't think they leaned into that too much. I think they did. Are you kidding me? Like the, the fact that he holds his wine glass you know, from the top, and he rolls his eyes when he walks out when he's wearing his, his hotel gown. That's fair. And, but I oh mean... Oh my god, Sonny, you're so cute. Okay, you know what, that is fair. That was the, the thing um, that did happen. And the, uh, the... Basically, oh, the, um... Ha! You're a heterosexual woman who, who, who has to come out as... You're a woman who has to come out as heterosexual. Like, that's pretty textbook yeah, gay that's best fair. friend dialogue. And that's Kiefer's whole character is I'm gay and I'm dying. Feel sad for me. Um, and he, you know, he does, there are parts where him and, and Natalie are opening up and that's kind of nice, but there's, n- I never really found a payoff mm-hmm. anywhere. There was no weird, real moment where it's like, okay, cool. You've, I don't know. And it, part of it is okay, you know. That's kind of how reality works. There isn't really a payoff in a lot of these um, emotional situations. Like it's just something you have to work at. And, mm-hmm. But I don't know. It just nothing else in the movie was really well done enough to really warrant that kind of um, plot. I find. Uh, yeah. The music, there was, like, this piano motif that they just kept using incessantly, like, every couple of minutes, it'd be like, I'm sorry, I can't even remember what it was in the movie, I'm just doing the the Twin Peaks thing that they do in Twin Peaks every two seconds, but, uh, (laughs) um, yeah, that was was too much, it doesn't look very good half the time. But I think that's also just, it's a made-for-TV movie. 
from 2003. That makes it, yeah, it's a it's a 2000s made for TV movie which just means it has this it's very the all the palettes are very cold except for the occasional like you know sunshine thing and when they repaint their door red. Um yeah. Yeah, I mean like yeah, there's that one moment where he's like in the tub mm-hmm. and she's like helping him and it's like the camera's like pulled way back and you can kind of see the the evening sky and it's really dark in the house and you're just sitting there like, wow, they really thought this was good enough to hold on for like three minutes, huh? I yeah. Just... They keep trying to like, you know, do the thing of like he has the the big window in his kitchen so they'll be looking out over uh-huh. like the cliff, but it just doesn't look good. Yeah. And they keep ta- saying how beautiful it is, and it's really not. Yeah. Whew. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so I, I can't remember any of them now. I should have written notes, but there was just a bunch of weird lines that had me and the gang laughing at it. Like, <laughs> you just say something, and we'd be like, okay, Kiefer, whatever you say, buddy. Like, ugh, yeah. Uh, it wasn't, this wasn't horrendous, by the way. Like, I don't want it yeah. to come across like I despised this. Like, and it wasn't incredible either. Like, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't, it's not the, the best movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, I, uh, I think for the story it's trying to tell, it's good and it, 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 it works. I don't, yeah. I don't know if it but, does anything beyond that. The core of the movie isn't, like, it isn't entirely flawed. Um, I wouldn't say that, but... Yeah, it's just so... Tom Drum's so, okay, I guess it's gonna be like, ah! Yeah, like, I wouldn't... a flashback now? Whoopsie-doopsie, I'm looking at things in black and white! Oh, no! What's happening? I wouldn't recommend this movie to anyone, but also no. I'm not I'm not mad that I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Kiefer was Kiefer did I mean like mostly I really enjoyed his uh when he could just fly off the rails yeah. and, and do classic, you know, Kiefer stuff where he's like just get me the damn plates you know he's like so angry about her not getting the he's like could we just have one lousy breakfast together yeah it's pretty good pretty strong angry kefir yeah at least in the early moments and then it's just kind of like he's like lying in bed and he's like i'm dying natalie and she's like grr i get that but you're just so hard to work with and he's like Haha, you're right, I am hard to work with. Now I gotta get back to work so I can go to the fashion week. She's like, no, don't do that. You're gonna get sicker. And he's like, I don't care, I gotta do my work. And she's like, no, don't do that. Yeah, that's basically the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. Gives it a keeper. I'm very conflicted, I'm not gonna lie. Um, Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say nah, but like barely. And I'm gonna say yeah, but barely. Yeah, this one okay. I'll say I'll say it can be a kefir, but just as a treat. Like <laughs> Okay. Uh you know what else is a treat? Bringing back right. an old favorite. That's right, it's plot keywords because no. there's there's what? no trivia 
Or taglines. Or taglines, I guess, huh? So let's find one Dang. that isn't very sad and very, you know. <laughs> We're going to go film camera. Let's see what other movies are tagged with film camera. Boogie Nights, uh, Full Metal nice. Jacket, Boogie and Nights Airplane. Boogie Nights on Netflix now. Huh. I want to watch it. I mean, What's, mostly because uh, I want to see more Paul Thomas Anderson. Boogie uh, Tonight. Uh, let's read some Amazon reviews. Okay, this one comes to us from Roy. <laughs> now, this is becoming a trend. Yeah, three stars. Blah, 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 movie. <laughs> That's it. Yep. Uh, thanks. Uh, Top review. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh... This one comes just from Colleen L. Stanford. Wow. I want more. As a huge fan of Kiefer Sutherland, this movie knocked me off my feet. The characters were so wonderfully portrayed by the actors that you could have knocked me over with a feather. I am so used to Kiefer being a bad guy, being a good guy, but this one ranks as his best movie to date. This is from 2004, by the way. Mm. Definitely Before hangs the wild. with 24. Colleen L. Stafford. Stanford. Wow. Did she sign off her? Yeah, her review. Oh, she okay. did. Um, well, we got one from Luis, or maybe Lewis. Ooh. Uh, in the United Kingdom. Four from stars. Luigi? From Luigi Mario. Uh, oh, my God. Four stars. Hey, a sad film. That's that it. it. It's just a sad film, comma. Uh. Oh, intriguing! It's not really, uh, you know, it, it really lends itself. To Maybe she a died mystery. of a terminal illness while writing that out. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> okay, this one comes to us from Missy Southwell. Ta- uh, talking my breath away. This movie has to be one of the most inspiring and beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. The Magri. And symbolism alone were enough to take my breath away. Add that to an amazing cast and script. You have your... Oh, no. I don't know where this is going. Uh, You have yourself a five-star fleek. This is a spectacular... (laughs) Spectacular film and moving story. I would recommend... It to anyone, especially if they have siblings. <laughs> yeah. Yup. Thank you, Missy Southwell. It's truly, truly amazing. Uh huh. I do love how blah 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 movie is the top <laughs> critical review. Like, <laughs> honestly, more reviews should aspire to be that. Yeah. Okay, this one comes to us from... I just have to read it. Honestly, for the, the name of the reviewer, it's uh, the reviewer's name is Oscar, my boy. <laughs> uh, brother and sister story, four stars. Kira's a photographer, and her brother, Kiefer, a gay advertising ex who he has not... who he as not seen in years. <laughs> Cute story of gay man losing lover to AIDS the year before and then getting AIDS himself. Please note, this is not Tom Hanks in Philly. What? 
<laughs> I do. I have no clue, okay. man. Oscar, my boy. Oscar, my boy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, not a lot of. Not, not, not a ton. I mean, also like weirdly enough, the Letterboxd for this movie like only seventy seven people have 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 seen this on Letterboxd. Like, I mean, that's fair. Alternatively, two people have seen it, and one of them's seen it seventy six times. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> I mean, it it could happen. Yeah. Um. Here we go. Uh, Nelly123, Behind the Red Door. I love Kira Sed- Sedgwick and would recommend this movie to adults. I enjoyed it very much, and most people would too. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you would recommend this movie to adults. Yeah. Probably not for kids. Yeah. We got, uh, this one comes to us from Tear here, or Tear? T-E-R-E, I'm not sure how to say that. Um, two stars. Two stars. Not my type of movie. Well, thank you for your honesty, Tear. Tear. Yeah. Tour. Rip Torn. Rip. Rip Torn? Is that you? Oh, my God. Um. <laughs> I'm just going to read you the title of this one. This good. comes this from Marcus E. Sharp. Five stars. The Secret Lives of Gay Men. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Now, what? What does that mean, Marcus? The review also has nothing to do with that. The review is just hard to put into words, but something about this film seemed particularly heartwarming. I love a good story about family reunification. Almost as much as I love a story about German reunification. (laughs) I love stories about Anschluss. And when, when Germany and Austria unified... I forgot that's what it meant. I thought I was for some reason in my mind I was thinking, you know, East and West Germany. Yeah, no, I mean that's what you were talking about. I just about wanna I said. just wanna put that on the record. <laughs> just so we're all clear. Yeah, no, no, I, I totally knew you were talking about East and West Germany. I was just like thinking about what's another German union. Okay. It's just because I was like, ooh, I know what Anschluss is and I was like, Well that's not that, it's another thing. Anyways, um <sighs> No, no, I'm, I'm going to read this one, and I think we'll okay. be done. Um, Do it. This one comes to us from AKA Me. Five stars. They are all wonderful. The first was Woman Wanted. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland did three movies for Showtime. I believe this was, I believe, the last of them. Ooh. They are all wonderful. The first was Woman Wanted with Holly Hunter... Michael Moriarty, and even a small role by Sutherland's mother, Shirley Douglas. Last but not least is Last Light with Forrest Whitaker. Sutherland's performance in this film is one of the most powerful and moving I have seen. I believe he also directed this film. No, no, he directed Last Light, idiot. Come on. Come on. Get your facts right. Did you even watch the movie? Did you even watch the credits? Look at any of this. Okay, and then we got uh, 
The red door grabs your attention from the beginning and holds tight to the final scene. It's a real tearjerker, not because of any over-the-top, over-dramatic writing or acting. The skill of the writers, combined with those of Sutherland and Kira Sedgwick, make this film so real that the conclusion is hard to bear. I highly recommend all three movies, if you can find them. Oh, <sighs> Sorry, I saw that if you can find him, and for some reason I just like Boglins popped into my head, you know. And well, you gotta Boglins find the Boglins. Like, you gotta find. I don't know. Boglins are rare, man. They, you gotta get them. Rare. They're, Hi, they're welcome to Boglin species. Launch. I'm yeah, your host, Zachary. Um, is that reviews? That's reviews, I think. Well, then it's time for news. So once again, no key for news, uh, but Dang. we do have uh, making fun of Quibi news. And I so mean, brother, the, uh, I, we're in the we're in the business of making fun of Quibi and brother, and brother, business, business is, is a booming. <laughs> so Apple, so this is from Gizmodo dot com. Wow. Uh, Apple, like the rest of us, does not want to pay for Quibi. Yeah. So basically, apparently, Jeffrey Jeffrey Katzenberg, old Jeffy Katz, a uh, longtime Jay friend Katz. of the show. Um, <laughs> pitched pitched Apple's Eddie Q, vice president of software and services, on buying the service, only to be rebuffed. Because really, what did like in what universe yeah. was Apple gonna buy Quibi? They already yeah. have their own streaming service. Mm-hmm. Why would they want that Quibi? Has, yeah, like they already have a failing uh. streaming service, Jeff. They don't need a second one. But here's here's the real the real joy of this article. So I'm just gonna read this paragraph to you. Here's a short summary for those of you, like me and everyone else you know, that do not subscribe to Quibi. Katzenberg and CEO Meg Whitman launched Quibi, short for Quick Bites. I know, it's awful. Six months ago as a streaming service for people on the go. Unfortunately, we were well into the COVID nineteen pandemic, confined to our homes with endless hours to watch content. Quibi, which is with its short-form original videos designed to be consumed in small chunks, uh, was not well-designed for this moment. And while it seems like a bit of a gambit to bet a large amount of money on content people could only watch on their smartphones, the timing was, safe to say, incredibly unfortunate. That's a bit of an understatement, but uh, don't feel bad for Quibi. Its executives will continue to fail upward in the entertainment industry. The well-known stars of its original series will go on to make shows that people may actually watch. And you... And you still will have the five dollars in your account each month. That's a total of thirty dollars that did not go to Quibi. So everyone wins. So wow. Gizmodo really just let know, letting everyone know how they feel. Yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you how I feel. Uh, tickled because Quibi is still failing, and we're gonna outlive them. So that's funny. Yeah, that's true. And oh, Apple's damn. not gonna buy it. What do you? talking Apple about buy our podcast they though. really shouldn't actually not funny, i'd though. rather them than spotify so yeah hey uh tim you know how to get in touch tim who's tim tim cook oh tim cook tim tim the tool man cook <laughs> yep. tim allen uh, if you want to buy our podcast we're not taking offers from you uh <laughs> we don't like your uh, whole kind of deal no, nothing. It would about be you. funny, but it would be pretty. <laughs> we do. We hmm. did create a subreddit dedicated entirely to your grunts, Tim Allen. We will take this off air. 
um, yeah. if Tim Allen offers to buy us. Yep. God, can you imagine what that would be like? Anyway, <laughs> dumb <laughs> podcast. If anyone would buy it, it would be Tim Allen. Anyways, next yeah. week we're watching Just either... Uh, uh, let's go the Amazing Stories uh, episode that he was okay. in, mm-hmm. or Bright Lights, blip, Bright Lights, Big City. Ooh, dang! Those were two of the ones that I wanted to Ooh. force you to pick between. So let's go for Bright Lights, Big City. Can't lose. Can't uh, lose. Thanks to Kaya for our amazing podcast art. You can go check out links to her work in the description below where you can also find links to Kevin McLeod who created the song Sax Rock and Roll which is our theme music and outro music every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow us on Anchor. You can follow us on Twitter even. Probably follow us on Anchor but follow us on Twitter at Pod and Instagram yeah. at HK Podcast. Uh, and what else can you do? You can send us a message on Anchor. You can leave a review yeah. on iTunes. I noticed there was another review. Not like a written one but we got six five star re- reviews now so heck yeah baby. thank you to Pop whoever left off. that uh that is a hundred percent yeah uh five star reviews so i guess we're just kind of the best podcast or something yeah uh yeah. what else anything else uh thank you to you the wonderful listeners for continuing to listen uh yep i've been your host i've been your host Jaden cron and this has been he's a keeper, keeper. I just I can't get over Flabber. I'm I'm not okay with Flabber. Yo, that's fair, man. He's just he's just Jay Leno. Like people keep saying, no, he's also Liberace. You know, he's not. He's literally no one else looks like that.